Hey listeners, it's BJ and Me Too from the Pilot Podcast. So some of our favorite shows are on hiatus, and because of the pandemic, some shows are delaying filming, and we're running low on new shows to watch for y'all. So we're going to take a brief hiatus, just like some of our favorite shows, but while we're gone, we're sharing with you some content from our subscription podcast, the Pilot Podcast Deep Dive. And this week, we're checking out Everything's Gonna Be Okay on Hulu. I loved that one. Genuinely, she did. But stay tuned for why. And if you like what you hear, find more episodes of the Pilot Podcast Deep Dive at joined.thepilotpodcast.com. And thank you to all of our Deep Dive subscribers. Enjoy this episode, you guys, and stay safe and healthy. Bye, y'all. Welcome to the Pilot Podcast Deep Dive, where we take a deep dive into the pilot episode of a TV show and answer your question, should I watch this? My name is Me Too. And my name is BJ. And this week we're watching the freeform dramedy, Everything's Gonna Be Okay. So stay tuned to find out if Me Too's gonna become the legal guardian for her secret half-siblings. I don't have secret half-siblings, to my knowledge. You'd make a great de facto guardian. Thank you, Beej. I appreciate that. So how about you break down the premise of this dramedy? Everything's Gonna Be Okay was created by and stars Josh Thomas, who plays a neurotic gay entomologist who is from Australia and named Nicholas. He is visiting his family in the United States. While they're visiting his father and his half-siblings, he learns that Darren, his dad, played by Christopher May, is terminally ill and wants him to stay in the U.S. to be guardian to his half-sister, who is autistic, Matilda, played by Kayla Cromer, and his other fiery half-sister, Genevieve, played by Maeve Press. How did you feel about it, Beach? So this is a show where at first I was like, this isn't for me because it was just Nicholas on a date with Alex. They were flashing to different points in time and I just wasn't feeling it. And then it started to get very heavy when we find out that Nicholas's father is terminally ill. And that's when I knew this was going to be pulling on some heartstrings. I knew you were going to get some water in your eyes. I did. I did tear up. And I felt like that's when I realized the true potential of this show. What were your first thoughts? I loved it from the beginning. I love dark comedies. And so him on that date with Alex, played by Adam Faison, trying to have casual date conversation. And then he has this complicated life. So when Alex just asks him why he's visiting the US, what's his family like? Any basic date questions, he goes into it honestly. He's visiting the US to visit his father, who he doesn't have a close relationship with because his father left him and his mom when he was a teenager because he had kids with an American woman and lives in the US. And And because the child came out as autistic, the father felt compelled to leave his family with his mom for his family in the U.S. They played it so humorously. I think it could have gone into that world where it is too awkward and you feel too much discomfort. But they lived right in that dinner party, Scott's Tots episodes of The Office where you feel so deeply uncomfortable, but you're still laughing. They were able to keep a good balance of the amusing awkwardness of oversharing and stumbling into something you weren't prepared for. That happens again when Alex comes over to visit Nicholas and ends up meeting his dad. And they're just having iced tea by the pool. But then the dad overshares about his health and is like, do I stay? Do I go? Go, where do I put the iced tea down? I don't know what to do here. 
Alex and Nicholas have such great chemistry. So maybe Alex sticking around through all of this is a testament to that chemistry and that bond that they've managed to create with such little time together. I think that is definitely true. If you can get through and terminally ill parent in the early stages of your relationship, you've really already passed a huge milestone in whether or not you're committed to the other person. How did you feel about the family dynamics? This episode is a little bit longer than the others in the series because it introduces us to the father's dynamic with his kids. And then I don't think it comes as a surprise to anyone. He passes away. And then we get to see a little bit of what's to come of Nicholas alone as guardian to Matilda and Genevieve. I really liked that Matilda and Genevieve were skeptical of Nicholas's abilities to be a good guardian to them. And I think even the father had some skepticism, but he was a little pressed for time in order to get his estate and affairs in order. Not to knock against Nicholas, but he was an easy choice of a guardian for his daughters. For sure. And I think there's some ramifications of that where Genevieve is already starting to see like, you can't parent me as well as my dad did. We're gonna have to learn how to do this together. That kind of sucks, especially when you're like 14. And you're 14 with trash friends. The people around Genevieve, (laughs) you are not learning healthy relationship dynamics, Genevieve. Get better friends. I did not understand this network of people that she is surrounded with in high school. Very toxic. She is attempting to be friends with, I think, some of the mean girls in school, they'd be called. And through a series of unfortunate events, has it exposed that she had just started getting her period at 14 years old, which to her friends and the school that they told is too late. And so she is harassed all day. People are throwing tampons on her in class. And it all stemmed from her quote unquote friends being jerks to her. People aren't keeping secrets. People are accusing each other of lying, making fun of things as simple as a hat. And you see that there's one girl who's definitely the ringleader of this group of mean girls who's just instigating drama for no reason. But then they completely flip And when they're at the funeral, they act very kind and supportive. But I personally don't see that lasting long. They said that because her father passed away, she's going to be so popular. Were they jealous? I think they just wanted to be associated with her because of her rising star. That's one thing that I think Nicholas will do better than Darren. I'm excited to see how Nicholas is able to pump Genevieve up in order to leave these girls behind or pay them a little bit of the same lip service that they've been giving her. I can see Nicholas boosting her confidence, and maybe even with Matilda, helping her with her crush at school, being better at interacting and expressing her feelings to someone she has a romantic connection with. One of Matilda's classmates, who I believe is autistic as well, has a crush on her, and she's not interested in him. She wants the most popular boy in school, Luke, played by Booksmart's Mason Gooding. And he's certainly polite and friendly toward her, but I see that careening toward heartbreak. He didn't seem attracted to her, to me. Mm -hmm. And Nicholas will have to be there to pick up those pieces. You know, that's a learning experience, not just for someone with autism, just any teenager. You're going to have a lot of feelings that might not be returned. And you're going to have to learn to deal with heartbreak, 
take lessons from it, and move on to the next one. You're going to have a lot of feelings that might not be returned throughout life in many different instances, romantic or not. So definitely a helpful lesson. <laughs> That's real, Beach. <laughs> you said a word there. You might have some feelings that won't be returned, and you just got to deal. Period. <laughs> Rinse and repeat. Mm -hmm. So what do you think of Nicholas as a guardian? And I'm also curious, how do you feel Alex is going to play in this role as the boyfriend, but not really a guardian role, but still this senior figure to the girls? With Alex, because he's been exposed to so much in Nicholas's life, I think that it is giving them somewhat of a false sense of a deeper closeness, or maybe it is a deeper closeness than two people who would have just met in under more normal circumstances. But I see that affecting the lines and boundaries that need to be established between him and Genevieve and Matilda, because Genevieve and Matilda are not dating him. They don't know this guy. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, he is invited into the funeral car with them and their brother. And I get why Genevieve was mad that Alex was there sipping on champagne chatting with them. Yeah, some stranger walks on into the family-only car and is just having a good time. I think for Nicholas's parenting, he clearly cares a lot. He's smart and hopefully he'll mature and rise to the occasion even more. You already see signs of that in this episode where he's taking things more seriously. He's certainly not the same person who waltzed into the first couple scenes. And so we see that growth in just a few weeks, which makes sense that he is forced to grow. But I think we'll see even more. And before we get too deep into predictions, this just made me think of a question. Do you think Nicholas will turn to his mother for advice on how to be a parent? Do you think we'll see her play any role in her ex-husband's children's lives? Josh Thomas has written about his relationship with his mother on another show that he created, Please Like Me. And there are really difficult dynamics there with her struggling with her mental health. And that's hinted at in Everything's Gonna Be Okay, which he said is not based on his life. But in the opening scenes on his date with Alex, he talks about his mom's struggles with alcohol use. I wonder if she would be able to work through that in order to be there for her child and his half siblings. No, that's a big ask. I mean, there is a scene where he looks at the list of people that his father considered as guardians for the kids and his mom was on the list and they both agreed that that was a mistake and maybe a Hail Mary writing that name down. Speaking of that list, what do you think of the girls choosing Nicholas versus looking into their other options? Because the father actually presents it to them as a conversation that the family would have together. I love that they were given a choice, but because they were told he has a terminal illness and then moments later are asked if they want their brother to be the guardian, I don't think you're in the right mental state to say, hey, let me look at the rest of the list. What are my options? Let's maybe sit down and really talk this through. They just go, we like you. We don't think you're prepared, but okay. Yeah, we're fine with this. Clearly you want it. So, okay. How did you feel about that scene? So the dad takes them out to get banana pudding and breaks the terrible news to them. It was rough. And I believe Nicholas was even trying to delay this conversation from happening the way it did. 
Yes. He needed more time to prepare. And I would even suggest like one-on-one conversations with the daughters instead of this family fun outing where I now tell you this is probably the last time we get banana pudding together. I personally, like you, wish the girls had time to look into other options because I felt like they were pressured into choosing Nicholas as their guardian. Completely unrelated, but a little related. I'm not a banana pudding girl, but it looked delicious. It looked so good. And listeners, I'm going to the grocery store tonight and I'm definitely buying ingredients for banana pudding. What do you put in yours that makes it extra special? Condensed milk. Mm, I bet that's the ticket. Mm-hmm. So what do you see coming for this little family of three plus Alex, apparently, who is <laughs> attached to them? <laughs> Three plus Alex. I am waiting for some sort of bomb to drop, something bad to happen. I feel like it might happen to Matilda, and I just don't want it to be her who has a major issue. But I think for this show to keep the dramatic element up, because it has the comedy down, I think Nicholas needs some sort of big roadblock that he has to help Matilda and or Genevieve with to really put his guardianship skills to the test. That's a good point. In the preview for future episodes, it looks like Matilda is going to start dating more. So I wonder if it's going to be linked to that. That's a recipe for disaster. If she doesn't have the right social skills or picks up on the right cues, she could end up in a dangerous situation. Yes. And Genevieve, I hope her quote unquote disaster will be a friend breakup. Would love to see that. I think it's going to go the opposite direction. They're going to terrorize her, but stick around and claim to be her friend. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Beach, will you stick around for more episodes of Everything's Gonna Be Okay on Freeform? I kind of forgot that was the title, so it suggests everything will be okay. I would rate this would watch again casually. I think this show does a really great job of balancing the comedy and the dramatic element. Listeners, if you do watch this pilot episode, Matilda's eulogy at the funeral really sums up how talented the writers are. And I want to see more of what they have. The eulogy made me laugh out loud and made me cry. Truly, I watched that experience on Me Too's face. I did it back and forth. (laughs) What do you think of this series? I would watch again seriously for my feel-good TV hive. We're here. We like to smile. We like to laugh. We like a little cry. If you like Schitt's Creek, Kim's Convenience, if you like funny, bubbly shows, but with a dramatic edge, then you'll like Everything's Gonna Be Okay. The whole season is on Hulu, and I will probably finish it by the end of next week. Nice. It was wonderful. And the first episode is 40 minutes, but the rest of the episodes look to be under 25 minutes. That is a gift. Yes, it is. You know, BJ and I are short TV show hive. So listeners, if you want more recommendations for shows, head to our website at thepilotpodcast.com. And thanks for supporting us on Supporting Cast. You can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at The Pilot Pod. You can send thoughts, feelings, show suggestions of future shows you want us to review to askthepilotpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.